Nobody's in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is a typical for the Amina Margot. Good evening and welcome to the Vic Acres Wonderland podcast. I am your host Lottie and we are back again for episode 12. And it's a bit of a it's, it's a bit of a happy happy moment for us as Arsenal fans. Um through to the semi-finals and what a game the girls gave us. But first before we dive all into that, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to welcome my usual co-host and then my very special guest, captain of the Gay Gooners Lucy. And then we will crack on with everything. So Matt, how are you? Uh, I'm buzzing. I, I've, after everything going on outside, there was nothing better than going into uh, the game on Wednesday and just really enjoying it. And I'm looking forward to talking to you all about it. And also joining me tonight, as always, is my ever-present co-host, Adam. How are you, Adam? I'm absolutely cream crackered. Um, thanks, thank, thank you, Chelsea. Thanks for that. I wanted an early night on Thursday, and you, you and Leon, you screwed me over massively. So I'm not happy about that. Um, I went to the game well, on the Wednesday. It's a choice and, whether you watch it or not. Well, it? yeah, but I, when you want Chelsea to go out, you know, you saw, and you know, I wanted them to go out because, but anyway, I, I went, I went to the game on Wednesday and didn't get back until midnight. And then by the time the Chelsea game had finished, it was another eleven o'clock midnight finish, and I am shattered. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to the world's longest line tomorrow and then when I wake up maybe the uh, game would have kicked off between Matt Liverpool and Man City yeah no definitely I mean that's gonna be a nice early kick off and finally my final guest Captain of Gay Gooners and that is Lucy how are you Lucy I'm good thank you for having me how excited are you here to be on your first ever podcast I'm very excited I'm very excited <laughs> to be talking about the things what happened last night ish <laughs> I'm more excited about talking about our game though Yes. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Of course, that goes without saying. Hundred percent, I can completely agree agree with that. Um, you know, well, I hate to say it, boys and girls, but I was right. I told you Millie Bright was going to be withdrawn from the England team, mm-hmm. and Lotta Wobbemoy has replaced her. But I want her. <laughs> this. Hey! There it is. For those listening, I am holding up Lotta's uh, shirt from the uh, Euros in the away. Cut a oh, shirt. So, uh, nice, so, nice. I know, we know what shirt you'll be wearing. You will be wearing when we go to the finals, Mark. Um, but yeah, no, as predicted, Willie Pipe has been pulled. She did not play on Thursday night. Yep. So it's, it's, I'm kind of really, well, I'm not disappointed. I'm more like, I need what lots to come back in one piece. I need a goal off her. Mm. As, so for Wolfsburg. Um, but also, I want to say massive congratulations to the Arsenal Women's Supports Club. They've raised over £10,000, which was their target, and they're doing absolutely amazing. So, well, massive well done to them. Um, in other good news, all the yellow cards reset for the next round, good. which means oh, everyone has a yellow card, everyone is fresh, and we can take a deep breath for Kate McCabe. 
Yeah, I was going to say, well, depending <laughs> if, she, if, she, if she's fit enough to get to the game, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah, she was, um, uh... the game's on, she's got a good four weeks. Let's keep it calm. I've four seen it's up. bruising, so yeah, I think we've got a nice crossed. little gap there, so fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, definitely. I've but, not heard um, on Kim Little, though. I've not heard no, anything on her yet. No that's that's a bit bleh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Matt has said she is going up for international duty, McCabe, so going to be interested to see what happens over the break. But let's get straight into it. I mean, we won nil down. There was 21,307 people at that game. That was 75% of the lower tier full. And we were open all the way around the clock end, but only to the family enclosure, which was absolutely bloody brilliant. Um, it did rain all night, but I managed to stay dry. So I didn't. <laughs> and that is what you get from going up to club level and not... Yeah, yeah. The, it's what, it's what you pay for. The commoners. With the prawn sandwich, those tasty prawn sandwiches. Matt knows all about those tasty prawn sandwiches. Oh, I don't sandwiches. know. I'd leave the prawn sandwiches. You can keep them. <laughs> I haven't been in club level before, so I'm, I, I don't, I'm not part of this prawn sandwich brigade. Obviously. You're not missing anything. You're not missing anything. Matt, you love an atmosphere like I do. You're not missing anything. I'll buy you a prawn sandwich from Tesco's next time we go. Don't worry. <laughs> so you are. There you go, Matt. There's, there's dinner sorted for the uh, semi-final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, oh, we started off really well. But within 10 minutes, we lost Kim Little mm. to a foul from Zanzadrill. I mean, how does she not get a card? Well, it's... I- no, it's bugging me how there was no card given for that whatsoever. It's like we was going back to how VAR and the official, the officials in the um, knockout stages of the Champions League. It's just really frustrating me. Yeah, no, I think I'm still kind of scratching my head myself. I mean, we've obviously got no news on her. Will she be okay for Sunday? Probably not. Will we see her after the international break? I really, really, really hope so. I mean, what, what do you what do you think the verdict is on that, Matt? It's difficult. Um, Sarah, I, I do like Sarah Zadrazil, and she is a very hard worker oh, yeah. going to those ta- sort of tackles. I think she was presently surprised herself that she wasn't given a card because it was a late challenge. Mm. Um, if anything, the way that she walked up, walked away, and wasn't really as guided as much. It would tend to mean that maybe it was maybe a sprain or something like that. Mm. But the fact, I think I haven't seen this image. If you haven't, um, of Kim literally handing the the armband, mm. the um, <clears throat> yeah. and it's almost to say this is your chance now. Yeah, on her birthday. Um, yeah. yeah on her birthday. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. it's you so to what? It you really guys did. On my wavelength, that was my next question. <laughs> so go just. Continue. I mean, how massive it, was it for her to captain the team on her birthday like that? I mean, obviously, we're <coughs> cutting to lose Kim, Kimmy. Like, she's such a vital role mm. in that midfield. But it, how massive was that for Leah? It's it's huge. Just quick on the referee. I was with a friend in the in the in the in, in the club, and he spotted. He told me that the referee on was the same one we had in the Leon home game mm. when they missed that 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 yeah the offside and the. And I thought, oh, great. And 
And again, it was like, oh, I, I was hoping with this game, for, oh, at least we haven't got the same ref from the Bayern away game. And then you saw the instant happen and go, oh, no, we got one. It's even worse. Um, <laughs> it was it was a lo- it was ludicrous because like the only, when the tackle happened, you saw Kim fly through the air. I thought, well, mm-hmm. except for two things. Either Kim has gone for the most outrageous dive on the halfway line to win a foul or it's a foul. Not Kim, and and the fact that the ref just gave nothing because clearly the ball hadn't been. It was just an utter mad decision. And of course, because she hasn't given the decision when the injury happens and the subsidy happens, she can't then retrospectively book Zadrasil, she's committed to that. Even Madder was that Lotta got booked for her first foul. That was nowhere near as bad as... <laughs> yeah. That, that was, was bad. Was I'm still scratching my head on that one, I'll be yeah. honest with you guys. I'm scratching my head. What I, I love with the Leah thing, sorry, with the captaincy thing, is, um, yes, it's very much a passing of the mantle, because I fully expect when Kim Little leaves, don't leave, but when she does leave or retire... Leah will be the captain of the team. She, she just will be. And, and that was a, a beautiful moment. And I think it definitely helped her. Um, obviously, moving into midfield helped as well. Interesting parallel to the um, <clears throat> Leon game uh, was that when Miedemar went off of ACL, that same move happened. Um, it was actually Haffer that came on into defence and Leah was moved into midfield. And, that, and I, I thought it was a bit strange at the time because we all thought Nobs might come on. But it's a move that he stuck with, and it's it paid off in this particular game because Leah was now used to playing midfield, and I thought she was terrific. Um, you know, just she's got the passing and everything, and she's you know, she used to play further forward, and now she she was yeah part of Volting. You just there was a time we thought, oh no, if we've lost Little, we're we're scuppered. But you know, going into the Man City game, we'll probably play Leah Williams in midfield, and I'm all right with that. I think we'll be absolutely fine. I'm all fine. for it. I'm, I'm all for it, too. especially when she's back healing and on the edge of the box. I mean, that that, that flick was just <laughs> kids. beautiful. She plays more like a midfielder with her passing anyway. I think mm. she's so yeah. natural in that midfield anyway, and she picks out them balls, which are typically midfielders' balls, you know. Mm. So it's how she started, though, wasn't it? And she's got that. Attributes to actually just Hafa does it a lot as well, where they'll literally just dribble into the midfield and no one's tackling them. And you think yeah. usually around this time someone's got to go into them. Yeah. Before you know it, yeah. they're on the edge of the penalty box, and you think you know just go and have a go because no one's closed it down. Lot has done that a few times as well, actually. I've seen one at the Emirates. Yeah, the her, do you know what she's come on leaps and bounds mm. since that FA Cup final? I was traumatised by that, but <laughs> my opinion of Jen and Lotta's completely a cha- changed. Yeah. I'm like, I can promise you that. Um, I think, you know, what really did help was that Leah Williamson was not sitting deep and allowing Leah Volti to go forward. Mm. She mm. was just completely unsettling Bayern, and I think that was really key. Um, to Because they, they didn't know how to deal with her, because they were expecting to come up against Kim Little. Mm. I mean, all of a sudden, they've got this centre-back, one of the best in the country, Mm. In the midfield, it's like, what do you do with that? Certain place, she was the furthest player forward. I mean, it was madness. It was like, there was times thinking, oh, crikey, that's Leah on the end of that cross just heading over. And I thought, oh, no, she's in midfield now, isn't she? But she, she didn't look out of place. You know, we, we are, you know, there's times when you've watched Arsenal and just think, you know, square pegs in round holes and, you know, you shouldn't be in that position. That just doesn't work. But this was like, no, it, it's versatile. You know, Katie McKay, but left back, Leah in the midfield. You know, Leonce Morna as a striker. Yeah, you know, the players are stepping up to it because yeah, they have to. That, and, that's um, just the way the uh, game's evolving mm, at the moment. Got, mm, got an edge over these teams where you look at, say, Man City. They can't play anyone else on the wings. So if Hemp goes injured, mm. is Laura Coombs going to be all right to play on the little wing? Is, never forget, it? never forget Georgia Stanway at right back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely, definitely not. 
I mean, we only had to wait 20 minutes for the goal. And I've got to say, I'm sorry, at the two goals, this was the goal. Mm. This is the best Champions League goal I have seen. Oh, and beautiful from <laughs> Leah in the st- leading up to the goal as well. The... Oh, yeah, no, Frida, oh. Leon Hudson, Marnham. Oh, she scores the Arsenal way. I, Leah Volti passes into Leah Williams in the box, past the Leon Hudson, Marnham takes the right foot shot just outside the box, top left corner. Maria Gross just watches it like she's in the air and her head turns there's a photo of her in the independent mm. she's in the air stretching for the ball and she's looking behind <laughs> her like and her face looked absolutely mortified but it brought us level uh, all I can say is me and Lucy went absolutely mental sitting next to each other <laughs> me? Um, <laughs> yes you yeah. Yeah, we went absolutely mental and it was just it was a thing of beauty that goal it really was it almost happened in slow motion the goal it was just like mm. yeah. there was about yeah. four things that I think made that goal first of all the fact that we pressed and mm. then when the press didn't work we carried on the press and then we won the ball back as soon as we won the ball back Liz then done the flick and then Frieda's scored that goal as soon as you see that ball starting to make that spin towards you know that's going in and mm-hmm. I love Ian Wright's, if no one's seen Ian Wright's um, celebration afterwards. Oh, I have, yeah. It's almost like it, where he's yeah. gone like Beth Mead, everyone. It's almost like that sort of same energy. And I imagine that's what it was like in the stadium as well. Mm. Is everyone's just gone, that's a heck of a goal. Yeah, no. Don't it was a wow moment. It mm. really was. It was. It was. It was. And it was, I was, I was with, the, with the best people for it. And it was just, mm. although there was only six of us like in a row. <laughs> we were the only ones we made our noise count though for six yeah, of us we, we really did we did we did even though that I personally got told to shush and I was like no I'm not having none of that <clears throat> and I will not be singing what do you think of Tottenham at a women's game it's Champions League Tottenham women have never been in the Champions League why am I going to sing and they never and... will <laughs> <laughs> and I'm never going to sit there and sing that song because someone like I think Lucy must have got I think at half time you, you went off somewhere and this person says to me, "Why you're singing all these songs? Why aren't you singing the Spurs songs?" Mm. What's well, Spurs game? Because Spurs are, more, are, are even well, less. We don't have to go for the old cliche. It's like when we left the stadium, stuff. and I was singing, you know, Red Army Arsenal, and it's like tough crowd. They didn't want to know. Soon as someone said, "What do you think of Tottenham?" Immediately exactly. they started singing. It's like yeah. it's a noise, and they got to the point where I think between me, you. Lily, Miles, we just said, do you know what? I don't care anymore. Let's it's not like I don't mind ourselves. singing it at the men's games yeah. and stuff like that. It's just, there's a time, I don't know, there's a time and a place. There's a, there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. Honestly, um, I think me, me and Matt had a bit of a discussion with this the other night. There's a time and a place for the Tottenham songs. Um, for the derbies. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, preferably. Or cup ties when we play them. There's a time and a yeah. place for that for me. Um, but... Could I just sorry, Lucy, could I just pick up what Lucy said because that was absolute was the last one when she said um, it was a wow moment, and I think that is it goes more than that because we had 20, just over twenty thousand in that stadium. Most of probably twenty one thousand. Sorry, <clears throat> most of probably have not been to watch the Arsenal women before. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I give them that, <clears throat> but there's also the concept oh, yeah. of you've got fans in front of you. Listen to what they're singing, no, but, then no, try and learn from them. Because yeah, that's yeah. how I've learned all the women's songs. No, no, no. All but, the games no, I've been it's, to, it's how I've learned them. Sorry, no, that's not my angle. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know, I know, and, I know and, exactly and, what you mean. I but, think this will say there's twenty one thousand people there. A lot of them have been before, and you need a moment to mentally attach to the game. Because if I've been a dull one nil, I've been a scrappy thing. 
they would come away with nothing. But this goal's trending. I mean, it's on the on the zone. It's on the Arsenal. I mean, it's memorable. And people went to that game and were like, wow. I, I remember my first Arsenal game at Meadow Park because Jordan Nobb scored a worldie of a lob against uh, Birmingham City. And it was like, wow, that just... I'm in. Yeah, that just and that goal could do something similar. Let's go thinking, wow, what a I was there to see that incredible goal and it was a crucial goal as well. And it was so early on, get the crowd engaged, the first day's completely wiped out and it just triggers all the momentum. I mean we saw for the rest of the half, Bind didn't have a sniff. Um, and we just rolled and rolled. But I think that that moment is just we, you need so much. We need to we need to support to grow. We want more people to come, and we, we're seeing with the figures coming up for the upcoming um, tie uh, for semi final that the, uh, the the looks like the participation, the audience participation is going to be greater. And you just think moments like that can inspire more to come along because those that didn't come along will oh. see it on TV and go, "Wow, I want to come along." Clive um, PFC is from the Arsenal Vision. He he went to this game. He went to the Man U game. He went to this game. And he was like, he was watching. It was like, this is amazing. This is brilliant. This is apt. And that's what we need. Just moments of beauty and magic like that. It inspires a generation, that goal. It really does. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just uh, thinking about this as well. And you look, Adam touched on a really good point. That goal has been seen more times than Alessio Russo's back hill against Sweden. <laughs> wow. And it's only wow. been two days. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, it doubled over what it did in less than 18 hours. So wow. the, it was. I mean, I, I, I think of other. There's moments, a great but... video of Zinsberger showing it to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. At, at the end of the, the game, player, I love that. The player of the match award, which is like. Yeah, yeah the player of the match award. Need to work yeah. on the celebration, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, definitely. The thing is, like, I find Frida has their little celebrations, but they're not as extreme as. Oh, do you know what I like that though? Yeah, I don't say extreme. I mean, like, earrings. they don't have the same oh. energy. I like a low-key celebration. I know it sounds crazy. Don't be wrong. I've gone crazy scoring a goal, but a low-key celebration, I don't know. I just like it. Or like an Eric Cantona sort of shrug, just sort of like... Yeah, or like an Alan Shearer, like, arm in the air sort of thing. Just very (laughs) boring, but like... Humble. Yeah, Yeah. humble. Humble. The thing is, I've always always found Frida to be that. So I think her simple throwing her arms out and giving her massive, gorgeous smile she's Mm. got, if you do it's enough for me. Do you know what I mean? He's still got her earrings in. Leah's just turned around and said, you've got to take off your earrings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, she, so if you do see her, she does actually take off her earrings. So mm. I take it just before she goes back. Yeah. yeah I saw for, some goes, yeah. earrings taped drink. up in the Champions League. Yeah, this sometimes season. they do. Um, yeah. I saw them taped up, so I don't know what the ruling is of taking them out or taping them up. I remember Maitland Niles got told off having a necklace in a Europa League tie. It was like it was, yeah. it was when we were really bad under Emery. The re- the lines just a bunch of throat. <laughs> the linesman comes over and goes, "Excuse me, you've got your dangling. You need to take Fair that enough. off. Get it off." Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. no, I remember that. But that goal, that goal is just a work of art. I've li- literally watched that a million times over. Oh yeah, oh, I could it's watch it all the time. You know, oh, liquid football. So far, I know there's like another two rounds. Well, it was a typical three. Arsenal goal as well. Like you say, it's like a typical. Yeah. It's the Arsenal way. Yeah, the Arsenal way, you know. It's a typical Jonas goal because it comes from the high press. It comes from swarming, forcing a turnover. And crucially, it's not a turnover, go back to the halfway line and work the ball. It's turnover, right, let's quickly get them now in the mid-transition. And it was brilliant. Three passes, that was it. And suddenly it's in the top bins. And that was a Jonas goal, which is fantastic. Oh, no, definitely. Speaking of Jonas, he went absolutely <laughs> on that sideline. And all I keep getting on my social media, Jonas this, Jonas that. It's not any Arsenal fans that are criticising. Mm. Like, he's allowed to celebrate a goal. Can you imagine the celebration oh. police going after Jonas? They wouldn't hunt any other manager in the W. This is annoying like, me, the celebration police. They'll because... go straight after him. 
You need to celebrate goals. I mean, I know I said about just a minute ago about like a mild celebration, yeah. but you know, I do love to see the passion at the same time. You know, it's your team. You've just come back from one down against Bayern Munich, probably one of the best teams in Europe at the moment. One of the best yeah. German, yeah. Best yeah, and like they've been unbeaten since November Sorry, last Liz. year. Sorry. We've handed them their first loss in 15 games. Yeah, and it's How like good so. How does that make you feel? Yeah, and they've only conceded four goals. Like, <laughs> I think by all season, like, it's mad. Yeah. It's just. It's... I just think about moments as well, just to quickly backtrack on what Adam said. My first game was Aston, away to Aston Villa last season. And I'm going to know Lottie now because Katie McCabe scores a streamer. <laughs> what, the, lot, the chip over the keeper? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Even uh, even Manorobuchi... Je- by the way, Matt, I'm still jealous of you being present at that game. <laughs> that goal was <laughs> jaw-dressing. <laughs> I am just so jealous of that, literally. Like... Later, these these games bring those moments, and you look at these moments and go, yeah, these are the moments that I'm looking for and mm. enjoy, and... And I, th- I think about things this season. I'm still waiting for Kate. Every time I keep on saying Kate's going to score a screamer sooner or later, she's saving it. I'm so- I'm sure she's saving it. And if mm. she saves it for Wolfsburg at home in the Emirates when we really need it, mm. I think everyone will go, finally, he scored a screamer. Do you know what? Maybe not so much a screamer, but she had that great chance in the second half. Yeah, dancing she really feet. did. Dancing feet. I thought she was going to do it. That would have been a beautiful goal if that mm. would have played, you know. I know, mm. definitely, 100%. I mean... Not eight minutes later, Stina Blackstenius mm. after an absolute pinpoint pass off Kate McCabe. The girl can head a revolve. Heads yeah. at home. I mean, she... Stina turns up for the. the, for the you know what? She could games, have. I was counting I it. it. She could have had about four or five in that first half. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I know. She that. was we, like, we, wow. We, I'll be honest with you. By half time, we should have been four one up. End oh, of. Yeah. But it just it just wasn't meant to be. But the point is, we won. We're through to the semi-finals. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so um, got, we... <laughs> from what I've I... been reading from like the independent things, and it's a lot of complaining that we weren't four one up. And I'm sitting here thinking, did you not see that first goal? Did you not mm. see the second? This so is we got the job done. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. you know, but it's, it's for some it will never be good enough. Do you know what I mean? And it's unfair, disappointing, but I'd rather live in the moment and enjoy it. Mm. I, I like that. I mean, there's, there's room to improvement, which is which is good because we're not the finished product. And you know the the lack we 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 were underscoring from our chances, but that can easily be coached. That's a, you're better off that than overperforming your XG because that means you at some point you're you're going to get you know caught out like so like we used to when you know under Emery. What I loved about this goal, it, yeah, well you know you know you know, had that ludicrous run where we're winning despite playing rubbish. Eventually it catches up to you. What I loved about this goal is it was the sustaining of pressure. McKay, Pelo, McKay, keeping the yeah. balls coming in, and I was standing. I was, with Alistair in the, in the box and McKay, the ball came to McCabe and I shouted shoot and he was like, no, don't do that. And what was brilliant is rather than just quickly taking a cross in, she took that extra touch to take it to the byline. And and it, and it was one of those guys, I watched the book because we were literally right, what's it, right behind it, but the, the, we were in line with it where we were sat, yeah. see where Cape was. So you and can see to, your VAR line. Yeah, well, yeah, we had, the, we, had, <laughs> we, had, we had a perfect view across the goal. Yeah. We saw the cross come in and the moment it left her boot, it was like, it's going to be a goal. Because you know the but you know the ball has bypassed the keeper. You can see where Stina is has timed her run to perfection. She's running onto the ball. The ball's not on her head. She's coming onto it. And it's like 
we've done it. We've, we're going to take the lead in about yeah. two seconds. Ball my goes question in. is, yes. <laughs> do you shout heads for it to go in? That is my question. Oh, I can't remember. Um, I, I, might, I should have done. I was shouting heads a lot throughout the night. I hope I did. You weren't the only one. But <laughs> yeah. I had miles to scream tails and yeah. stuff. So. Unfortunately, when, when Mornham scored, when lots of more scored a goal, because she's a number 12 and Palova's a number 21, I measured the number and I thought Palova had pulled a worldie out and I thought that would have been amazing. And then That'd I was like, oh no, it's her, not. It's, we, it would have been Fair, well, but you had to come from Frida. Yeah, it was a it was a Frida goal, and then yeah, Stina. I'm I am so chuffed for Stina. I'm so and and I think that Conti Cup final has absolutely given her her Arsenal career sort of a second wind because she was. We were saying that in the Conti yeah. Cup final actually that a goal yeah. for Stina would be huge. It's it's a spark. It's a moment. I mean, I know she had that moment in the semi final, and yeah, that, which was fine. But this was the moment. It feels like now she she's not snatching at chance. She's not rushing at them. It's it's she's. She knows what she needs to do with the situation. I mean, the goal against Spurs was just unreal. And this was just like, you know, don't rush it. You just get over the ball, make contact. It's a goal. And, yeah, she's scoring critical goals, goals that are defining games, that are winning games. And that's amazing for her. Um, and, yeah, she needs a goal like that. And I thought on the night, you know, her hold-up play, um, her air play, her, you know, running the channels, brilliant. This is exactly what we need from Stina and what we will need from Stina going forward. But, um, as you say, there is... It's an element of sort of being greedy. You know, we we got the aggregate lead we needed. I would have liked more just so it could have been a more relaxing affair. Like when I went Especially to watch Especially in the last 10 minutes or so yes. as well. I'm honest with you. I'll be honest with you. The amount, the attempts on goal Bayern had was four. Three were off target. One was on target. Yeah, and Manu saved that. that was I was just I don't that, seem to remember them attacking those, much, you know. We, those stats just tell you what the game was about. So it was it was more than comfortable for me. It was. There were moments when you sort of running, about, but, but we in had, the moment it wasn't. Yeah, I think but, in the moment it was squeaky bum time at the end. I must admit. Yeah, because you know, as dominant as you can be, you like look at the Chelsea game. One moment, it just takes one moment, one slip, and Sam Kerr's in, and it's one 0 And you just think, you just don't want it to, us to be scuppered by that. You know, we had was it Leah headed over, Lotta so unlucky hitting the bar. Would have loved Ford as well had goal. that lovely chance. Yeah, Ford um, in the second half. I mean, that I mean when Ford missed that ball over the bar I said to us I said yeah we're not going to score another goal when that goes over the bar it was like 65 sort of 70 minutes I thought yeah, yeah we just got to see this one out we're not scoring in this another goal in this game and thankfully it was enough and obviously there's more to work on um, but what pleased me more was just the the man of the performance I mean Bayern are not like a, a minnow this is a team that beat Barcelona in Germany. This is a team that tied your points. This is a team that beat Bundesliga. I tried to tie points of Barcelona in the group stage. They beat Wolfsburg at the weekend. They're top of the Bundesliga. And we outplayed them um, in two halves in the two legs, which is just incredible. Uh, I think that... this team in Europe in general this season has been fantastic. We've got to look at the mm. you know the group stages with Leon. I know they got knocked out, wrongly got knocked out last night, I think. Mm. But when you look at us at in Leon, I mean, yeah. this team is really special, I think. And without Mida Miedema. Yeah, sure I think... better, really. It's just incredible. I dread to think... Well, it scares me to think how dangerous we would be with them two in the team. I think the players are playing what? better I, without I actually, them. I'd actually love the idea of them being back. I think we'd, love... we'd, we'd be... Oof, I don't even know how to put that in. I think we'd be top of the league if we hadn't have lost them. I think though that these players have. I think these players to have stepped fair, up. We're the second in the league. We're the second. We've got twenty nine goal difference. 
Yeah. The highest is 33. So. I, I think a lot of these players, like Mida Miedemar, will win games for Arsenal because they're so great. I think a lot of these other players have actually raised their game in their absence. They've stepped up a bit. Yeah, they, they have. Up. And, 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 and yeah, it took a while. And that's why we were a bit iffy at the start of the year. But you can just, you can see the like, and they're not saying they're bad players, but the Pelovas really coming into a four. As a right, as an energy, a bundle of energy of running and pressing. She, oh, she was forced. She forced, helped force turnover the first goal. McCabe looking much better in a left back role, overlapping runs, crucial. I love the moment when um, Steena scored when they all run off the corner. McCabe ran over to up. Well, in fact, she was one of the buying fans and was just giving them loads. <laughs> and us, it's fantastic. She was really, yeah. But a lot of these players now are, are finding some form stepping up, and I, and I think yeah, part of it is you know do it for them. But it's almost like it's on you now. You know, you can't rely on Viv to get a late header in. You can't rely on me to you know, get a worldie in. It's on you now. You have to step up. And they're stepping up. And that's really good to see. And it shows how strong the team is, as, like mentally, um, you know, as a unit. It kind of clicked, didn't it? I mean, if you look mm. at the Lottie we were, and Adam, we were both at the game against Chelsea where we, where we wrongly um, didn't get that second goal and we should have won that game. That I think that if you look at that, that, and then you look at now, this team's evolved. Mm. It's a different team. Yeah, Ford. She's skinning fullbacks for fun. Just the way she, she, she strength. She can twist. She can roll them. Do you know what? She I think burn I, do, fantastic. I do think her scoring at the North London derbies helped. Helped. She's yeah. now like seven and six against that lot, and that has spurred her on again. She's been different player since that cup final. I've enjoyed it watching every moment of her. I think this is her season, though, to be honest with oh, you. Yeah. I think she's like, oh, yeah. she's, she's, she's grown into this season. Her, she really yeah, has. She's also gone in for her uh, World Cup spot. She has. Because sure, she thing. is the, one of the host countries. Yep. At last, last season when, oh, I don't know what's going on there, but let's yeah. carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> no uh, uh, whatever, last season, it happened where Caitlin Ford was just on a, on a goal and assist tally. By the end of the season, she scored nine goals and assisted seven, I think it was, mm. at the end of it. She's now past that. She's got, I believe, it's nearly 19 goals and assists con- contributed. So that's mm. on the same as, I believe, one of our others uh, might be Viv or... Um, I'm quite trying to remember who else was up there. I think it was Frieda. Frieda's on 12, isn't she? she she's having right. a strong... Like last season, she's having a strong second half. Now that she's back on the left, she's not put centre to the right. She's on the left where she's like, the best. <laughs> And she, like in the second like, of last season, she's found her groove. And it's, you know, I can't wait to see, well, I can't wait to see her the World Cup. If she brings that to the World Cup, she, you know, Australia are going places. I'd like to see her do it from the first half of the season. Yes. Worry. I don't want her to have that in, mm. where she's like, where she does this inconsistency. I need, we need to see the consistency now. We just need her to play on the left. That's the thing. She, when Jonas is playing her in the middle, I feel it does nullify her. But now she's playing in the right position consistently because we've got, you know, Steena's fit. We've got Jodie Taylor as cover now for her. Not in the Champions League, but in the WSL. Yeah, we are seeing the best of her. Oh, no, definitely. 100%. I mean, just long, long may it continue. Mm. Long may it continue. Um, I do I do want to kind of bring attention to Leah, Willis- Leah Williamson and Jonas Eidevall's comments at the end of the game. Mm. And their realistic vision of moving games permanently to the Emirates. Are we ready for it? No. Did you say um, permanently moving to the Emirates? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So V and I actually mentioned this a few. I mean, one of the Arsenal. I think it might be in the Spurs game. He said in the half-time interview, it's long-term goal, and it's absolutely the right direction. I remember when 
after 2019, I had this naive view. I was like, yes, put them all in Emirates now. They should, yeah, we don't want them in Meadow Park. But the truth is just I don't know if the fan base is fully ready for that. And as much as we can celebrate, yes, we got 40,000 in for us, for Spurs and Chelsea and Man U, and we got 20,000 in for the Wolfsburg, uh, for the um, uh, for the Bayern game. You think back to last, we were, me and Lottie, we were both there for that Wolfsburg game the season before. We only got about 5,000 in. I just think you also have to look at also like, yes, we're getting those high tensions of big games, but what about when West Ham come, when Leicester come, when Villa come, you know, are we going to get that same draw? Because the draw is not just because the women's game, it's because it's a big tie. And there's no point doing that if we're going to get 3,000 in. So it's... But Meadow Park is sold out all every single game now. Absolutely, you can't get tickets for it. I can't get tickets. My last game of this season is Leicester. I couldn't get City tickets. I can't get Villa tickets. Leicester is now sold out as well. We now can't get the tickets. We're stuck in this perfect void between we 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 haven't got enough space at Meadow Park. But I, we can get the audience in for the bigger games. But I don't think we can get necessarily the audience in for the lesser games. For me, if if we can get, I probably won't be next season. Maybe the season after, maybe two or three seasons, we're doing it. I think. They're going to have to up the roster. I think next season, I think they'll up the roster. So we have three WSL games. I think it'll have to be maybe four to six, maybe throw Man City in there, maybe throw, I know, Villa in there as well. And just so basically the, you're to, saying 50% of our home games in the Emirates now for I next think, season. Because there's be only better. 11 home games a season. So exactly. 50%. Yeah, so the season before it was two, it was Spurs and Chelsea. Yeah. This season it was three. I think it'll go up to four or maybe five or six. The only way you can do it is to experiment by saying, right, we'll try this game at the Emirates and see if the Arsenal fans take it. And if we're winning and we're scoring worldies and, you know, more <laughs> people are coming to these games, then it'll, it'll make logical sense. If the price is, you know, at, you know, 12, was it £12 for a, or a men's ticket or an adult ticket or if it is or £6. I think it's, it's nine, between £9 and £12. £9. Yeah, 9 and 12 and 30 to 35 for a club level ticket. I mean, why wouldn't you? And people oh, who exactly. went tonight, they'll come again and we've just got to get... Yeah. And it's just going to snowball. It's too soon for now, but I think we are close. I think at some point they're going to have to plug on Meadow Park. We could even possibly look at the maybe leaving Meadow Park so maybe using a slightly bigger London ground before the mm. transition to the Emirates. <clears throat> yep. So that you can have you can get the crowds in because obviously we're struggling to get tickets for Meadow Parks, mm. but we've not building the crowds yeah. quite enough to get in the Emirates just yet. So mm. it could be a yeah. possibility looking at a smaller London ground. Yeah, no, that, that's completely possible in my opinion. But there's also the flip side of the coin. Of the coin. You've got players like Lucy Parker from West Ham, mm. um, who's criticised West Ham openly for not letting the women use the London Stadium since mm. 2019. They've never been in there. And Which I think is disgraceful, think actually. It is. It is. It's a really big miss because you see Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. You see Villa, Villa at their ground. Mm. Um, Reading, you share the men's pitch. Leicester. Um, Leicester and they're not even a Premier League club. <clears throat> yeah. And then you've also got Le- Leicester as well. And Hammers and fans would go as well. Yeah, the They Hammers would turn out in their droves. They're like really good supporters. Yeah, no, you exactly. Know. The away fans, especially the London-based ones, they would come. I know, I know I'd make my, my trip over there. Mm. And I know Lucy, Lucy would as well, and I so would Billy well, yeah. and Miles. We, we'd all, we'd all make the trip there because it's, an, it's, it's, an, it's another big ground. Yes, it may belong to the men, but mm. it I think that also shows as well with the equality. You know, when I was going back to saying about Arsenal, you know, we've always shared training facilities with the men, mm. and it's almost you know it's not giving the equality factor in West Ham for me, and it's quite disgraceful when you look at we want equality in football, and especially in women's football. You know. 
I also, I also think with that win at Bayern, what did help is we're used to playing in the Emirates Stadium now. This team is used to it. Yeah, yeah. We we haven't we used to, yeah last season I think was the first time in like ages we'd even set foot in the ground. And I think in the games against Wolfsburg and Bayern and uh, Barcelona, it showed that we weren't fully au fait with sort of playing in there. This season, <clears throat> playing at Barcelona, yeah, playing um, Bayern Munich, the, the players felt I felt fully comfortable with with the pitch. Um, you look at let's say Chelsea and their game against Leon. I think they've only played there um, once this season, and maybe once more. I think it was in the Spurs game a few seasons ago. It's not their third ever game at Stamford Bridge. Um, they didn't look com- it, comfortable playing at Stamford no, Bridge. I must no, admit. No. Whereas Arsenal, <laughs> they seem to um, welcome the size of the stadium and, and the audience, um, and I think that does put us in good stead that we've, we've got. I think we must have played at least six, maybe eight games so far. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to do the maths on my head. We did two, four, we're trying to work it out. Three, so, yeah, we, we must have played about. We've got to play about ten games now on in, within two seasons at Emirates Stadium, and then we, we probably did one a few seasons. Ago I think as we well. started to really look comfortable. You know, when we played Tottenham there last season, but again, it was. T- I know no disrespect it was to Tottenham, <laughs> but it was Tottenham, and they're not exactly setting yeah, the world no, light at the moment. One that's the sell. So this is the other side of it. So, for example, sorry to cut you off there, Lucy. No, go, go. I'll give you the example of Liverpool and Everton, who are quite clear, uh, near me. They both used the Merseyside derby for their stadium games this season. Mm. What's to say, why not can they try an Everton versus a West Ham at Goodison Park next season? Mm. Um, it would probably do a little bit more good. Whereas last season, Everton were playing Man City at Goodison Park. That didn't do very well, I think. No. <laughs> whereas you had Liverpool, who were in uh, the Championship last season, they didn't really have a game at Anfield. The, the, their game at Anfield was the, the game against Everton, mm. and that got them 25,000 in the state. So it's about making sure that both teams of are decent enough that you can compete with them. So um, what I'm not, what I'm kind of against at the moment is, say, Liverpool taking on uh, Bristol. Was, uh, Bristol were most likely going to be playing. If um, if Liverpool decide next season they're going to have two games, the Merseyside derby mm. and Bristol, it seems like a, co- a cheap copy because you're basically just using it as an excuse as to, oh, we're going to battle uh, batter Bristol City next season. So you're going to make an example of them. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's good. To, it is good to have fans getting over win. Then again, we kind of do that to Spurs every season, so I can't really. Talk. There's, a, there's a difference though with Bristol. Bristol mm-hmm. will learn to develop their players, whereas at top, mm-hmm. we've talked about Tottenham so many times. Like they've got not, so many yeah. world class players, but they can't do it. Because I just can't seem to click. Me. There's just no click. I just, yeah. What I was going to say, Sorella, about you were saying about, oh, you've lost a, a programme behind you. Yeah, um, I know. I had it dropped. What, um, what I was going to say about your, um, another, like, a temp, like a stadium, a bigger stadium, like uh, Man City got the Academy Stadium where they, you know, they play their games. It's a bigger ground dedicated solely for the women's team. So yeah. we have a, uh, an agreement with Meadow Park and I think it was a 10 year deal signed in 2017 which expires about 2027 so we've got to uh-huh. hang around there for a few more years but the, the problem is, is if we are planning to move to Emirates Stadium we can't exactly just like agree to have a deal in the ground that we know we're jettisoning in two years time and I think Arsenal have even thought about maybe building a stadium but again land and money and it became a bit of a mess Do you know so what we... that gives us a few years to probably grow it a little bit more to see it's, we've got time <laughs> oh there goes the other one <laughs> I mean, I was yeah. thinking more something like, you know, you're looking at QPR Stadium, I can't, th- you know, the, or the Valley Chelton, you know, something around that size, possibly, 
for a game, you know. Brent, Brentford, maybe. Or, or Brentford, uh, even. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Brentford. Or def- or def- def- how many seats is the Hive? We've been in the Hive before. We actually the used to play in the Hive. It's about yeah. 5,000, I believe they no, are. That's expanded. still too small. And it's, it's awful. They're expanding it. So, oh, I know, I know. I it's, know. Like Brisbane, it's like Brisbane Road, it's awful. It's like the that, that's so, Brisbane Road, Road is worse. If we are to go there, you've got London Bees who play there, you've got Barnet play there, you've got the Academy that play there as well, yeah. and then you've also got the Astro pitches on the outside. It, it, it's too small, and even yeah. if you develop it, you'd need to turn around to Barnet and say, look, you need to sort out your pitch. Brisbane Road, perfect example. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely, but going to quickly move on and touch on the other games um mm. there is one in particular that i know we've all got a lot to say about <laughs> which uh, one's that <laughs> i believe it's barcelona roma actually i think it is in the end. <laughs> i actually completely missed barcelona roma but i yep. was hoping for that cinderella story yeah of course not to barcelona being barcelona one six one on aggregate um i didn't see it i was i was asleep on the train home okay, <laughs> <laughs> well it is, it's every, I think the problem is is when you go to the new camp, you know that because the women are so dominant in their league and everything, they know they're going to get a huge following. It happened last season in the El Clasico. In, yeah. and the, the, the crowd they bought for that game, oh, I mean, it's huge. So we knew that was going to happen. It was about how these teams go and com- uh, compensate because part of the men's let's say the, say as is the men's team have been rubbish in in Europe for a long time um and he's trying not to laugh there um yeah. vengeance uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just to put it into perspective Roma uh, have for two years two three years now uh they got promoted last season and this is the, uh, got got into Champions League it's their first season in the Champions League, and they've outdone every everyone this mm. season. Oh, yeah. And they, the the messages and everything um, from the players, they were saying thank you for everything. The fact that we've gone all the way from Glasgow to Barcelona, uh, Santorini, who scored their only goal of the game, it meant more to them as a team than it would have meant for someone, uh, anyone else, to be to be um, there in the, at that side. I'd, I'd almost say, imagine, I, I, I was speaking to Rose about this, Adam's friend, um, the Dutch league is still uh, amateurish. It's not, mm. it's almost like a, a have a Ajax or a Feyenoord, actually Feyenoord is, would be a perfect example because Feyenoord have been going for around the same time. Feyenoord getting to the same stage and playing they're at a, a, the Barcelona and being in the same position. That that's the impact that they've had, and they've had a oh, huge no, definitely. And definitely. I mean, I saw saw is it sorry, sorry, I can't pronounce her name. Santorini. Yes, yeah, Santorini's um, goal, but she kind of just took the mick out of uh, Leon, didn't she? It was it was it was a really nice goal. It's just the build up to it and stuff. I've only seen seen like that clip. I've seen nothing yet. else. But the fact that they come so far and they scored against Barcelona that is just it's massive I, I missed the goal was it an own goal or was it a, no Serratini Andresa found Serratini on the counter um, just the right of the centre um, just off the right and then in the centre uh, she got, took the ball to the centre I should say um, teased Leon, swaying on the inside and out, then drilled it into the bottom. Oh, of the I, 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 I oh, saw some weird, 
Oh, it must be those pesky disown stats because I swear I saw from somebody it was said it was no shots on target for Roma, and I thought, oh, they done what we did like in 2011 and like yeah. scored. It was definitely her goal. Uh, I... it's no, it's, it's, it's obviously a, a cock up on the system then. But fair play to Roma. We wanted them to get a goal. They deserved a goal in the first leg. Very well, unlucky. I don't know how they didn't score in the first leg. Yeah, a bit, a bit like us really. Um, yeah. But no, hats off to them. And I, I, hopefully we get to see a bit more of them. It's good to know there's sort of two big Italian teams now. We obviously Juventus. There was a, a piece um, you know, about the Joe Montemuro and, and the how Juventus are sort of trying to grow their, you know, Italian fo- women's football. And they've sort of been a, a major sort of power for quite a few seasons um, until recently when Roma um, have sort of looked like they're going to pull the rug under them and, and sort of steal a march. So, Top league at the moment. Exactly. So now rather yeah. than just having, so rather than being a one like, like, let's say in the say, I know Spanish La Liga, where only one team wins every season. You've now got a bit of a competition. Is You've that got a like criticism? A, it'd be nice to see what happens next season, well, it's actually. Not criticism because Barcelona are, no, I know. are, Barcelona are rightly good, but you create, yeah. like, so Leon being really good created PSG. Juventus being really good created Roma. Arsenal being really good created Chelsea. And mm-hmm. Barcelona being really good looks like it's created Real Madrid. As well, Chelsea and City, and briefly Liverpool, and then they obviously they faded off. But but the the, the strength for the ultra strength for these one teams, it does generate an, a, an antagonist which you need to you know. Otherwise, it's just you know Barcelona winning every season, and then no one wants to watch that. Oh, it's good to have competition. I must admit. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not. No, it's I, nice... just, it's, I think it's also a case of before you invest in the top flight leagues, you need to look down the pyramid. Mm. That's where the money should be going. Yeah, grassroots and up, and then oh, like, it should although, it should work its way up as opposed to working its yeah. way yeah, down. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like for example, the lionesses they play across the WSL out out in Europe wherever, um, and if they they got all this money, mm. you don't want all the sponsors pumping money into the top because you're, eventually the top is going to retire. You need to then sort the bottom out got? first yeah. before yeah. you get yeah. to the top. Yeah, no, Beyondus made his point of press conference. He was we were talking, they were talking about money and investment, and he said, and I think I think maybe they were talking about goal and I mean, goal, I think it was to talk about goal and technology and the fact that yeah. it wasn't used by Munich. And he was trying to say, oh, should we not be spending money on goal and technology? He's like, no, the money needs to go to grassroots football, not under not under heated pitches, and not you know VR got it should go to the grassroots football and the academies. And you know, he was saying that's where the money should go. It's, it's the because the thing is, investing at top, it's short term. You immediately see the results, and everyone likes it. Whereas you throw money at grassroots, it's long term. But if for that for us in the present, it feels like we're throwing money to avoid. We don't see the fruits of that labour until five, six years down the line, and we're an impatient bunch. We we can't wait that long. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. Like I'm, I'm the most impatient person ever. I want more games to the Emirates. I got more chance to get the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Adam's just reminded me as well. Our academy at the moment are just levels above everyone else. Oh yeah, shout out to the academy, unbeaten. Oh, yes, unbeatable um, season. Unbeaten, and they got a shout out. And yeah. they're also in, is it the FA Youth Cup as well? Mm. So it's huge at the moment. Unbeaten, that's what we do, isn't it? And yeah. Kelly, and we were saying it live the other night, Kelly Smith has returned to help them out. Yep. So that reminds me, I got to meet Kelly Smith. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, yeah, and me. She went completely all fan girls. Not just not just Kelly Smith. Who else you And Mr. Ian Wright. Mr. Ian Wright. He disturbed him after he's eating his meal, but um, Lucy kind of, as soon as he's finished, Lucy was straight in there. Like, I couldn't miss him again. I wasn't I letting him go. What, queue, what, which was what, right, what, what, what did he go for? Was he a burger or was he a hot dog? I used to bowl of chips. He had like a Thai yeah, meal. He had a Thai meal. A Thai? Wow. Yeah. Okay, fair like, enough. I didn't actually look what was on his plate, but the <laughs> food was <laughs> served. Like, you can get the odd English burger and stuff, but it's, yeah. 
that well. But yeah, that was so. And then what was the other game? Oh yeah, Wolfs- Wolfsburg, uh, Wolfs- Wolfsburg um, PSG, which was yeah. The... <laughs> you know what? That that two one in aggregate to Wolfsburg. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I'm happy with Wolfsburg, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you know what? We'll get on to that. But Diani's first goal. How and, uh, was it disallowed? It was wasn't offside. It was. I could see from the first replay before the lines were drawn. It's like, yeah, she's offside. Uh, it was. It was that good. I didn't want it to be offside. It, it but... was the through pass. It was. It was like when Steena got Freddie through against Spurs. He was just clean through, and, he, and I just thought, fantastic. We got a game on here now. And then no, it wasn't. And then. The, the bigger problem was that, I mean, Wolf, the, the goal that Wolfsburg scored, the pop goal was just brilliant. Just, it was like top bins, fair play. Yeah. And we know she's great. She should have played in the Euros final, but, you know, she saw Beth yeah. Mead and got scared and got injured. Um, <laughs> I, I do think if Pop had, I, I do think that's a lot of luck in our Euros final. If Pop starts that final, I do fear that may be a different game. We got very lucky there, but you know, hey ho. Um, Pop scores brilliant. Thankfully, PSG did get an equaliser on the, on the day. And it was, it was, was it Diani again? It was, and then she and she went off with a yeah, fractured collarbone, she didn't she? Yeah, no, she kind of went over. She looked like she dislocated her shoulder initially. Yeah. Um, and then it came out that she broke her collarbone, so she's yeah. now out for six weeks. Um, I, I, hopefully she'll be all right for the World Cup mm. if she comes out of retirement. And I think she will. Now they got rid of their mm. crazy manager. A lot of players have come back. Renard's come back. Lesomere's come back. Uh, Henri's come back. So, yeah, it looks yeah. like it's um, some bridges are being uh, being healed there. Definitely. But Hopefully she'll be back for the World Cup because I do enjoy, enjoy, enjoy watching sure. that French team. Especially, especially the likes of Cascarino. I absolutely love Delphine. I think she's bloody brilliant. Absolutely. If you think about it, a lot of them are mm. in their late 30s now, if you think about it. It is kind of sad, but... They're the ge- they're the generation that inspires the next and yes if yes. they're like that now what is what is the new generation absolutely like? that's how you got to look at it it's the uh, same I, with us yeah I mean mm. if you look at Ellen well. White going and Jill Scott yeah. that's really sad but the person you've got to replace Ellen White is Alicia Russo mm. but but, next, and we still haven't quite replaced it's going to be Lucy Bronze Jill Scott but and well, Walsh I think that'll be yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 someone tall to be able to head those balls in. Yeah, definitely someone, mm. someone tall and someone. Katie Sellen, it's her moment. It's going to be Katie. <laughs> 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 right, okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to get some abuse in the comments. So I've got no, let's just not talk about Katie Sellen tonight. I, 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 we I gave her a load of stick on yeah, the last. I know, podcast. I know, I know. Let's be uh, what, nice. What I want to. <laughs> okay, I so think bring the it... people know we we all really yeah. none of us are fans br- br- of, bringing of it... Katie Sellen. <laughs> bring it back to the bring it back to what we were talking about, which is the the, the Wolfsburg game. I did yeah. feel with PSG when Diani went off injured, their chances sort of went with her. They I mean, dwindled because I, I, I did feel after she, her first goal got disallowed, she went thought to herself, right, I'm not having this. We're yeah. gonna go again. So all of a sudden, their game completely changed. I only managed to watch the first half hour of that. Yeah, and they looked good then. The second half, um, just as Diani scored, I had yeah. to jump over onto onto um, a podcast. Podcast. Um, so. Yeah, no, it was. If I didn't watch the rest of that game, unfortunately. Second, second half, Wolfsburg all over them. They hit the, they hit the post three times. Yeah. Um, Pop had one of the most um, unbelievable misses, like miss of the season stuff. Like it, it looks was... like someone. I've got to go and watch some highlights. <laughs> it's oh, a tweet about it. It's unreal. So remember when Odegaard missed a sitter against Villa? 
He, he, Erling Ketia oh. rolled the ball, cut it across. Yep. Odegaard, yeah. Imagine that, but in the six-yard box and hits the post and goes away. It Oof. was, uh, honestly... the ball that, was, was, that sounds atrocious. The ball comes over the top. It's headed across, and the goalkeeper's scrambling across, pops there, six-yard box. Right, here we go. It's 2-1, away you go. And you see the ball. I don't know how she does it, because I can't... She's yeah. so experienced and so brilliant, and she's already got one goal, which was a lot harder to score. But they did a lot. There was a there was a, a crossbar hit. There was a fluky effort from a wing that almost got the keeper out, which was again mm-hmm. incredible. But Wolfsburg just couldn't score another goal, and it it was one of his weird games. When you, when you saw it was one all about midway for the first half, you you never would have thought it would have finished one all, but it did. Um, PSG had a few like half moments to the box, but there was just no composure. Traore, I mean, apparently she's a really young sort. Of, Black prospect, but she's very much like her namesake in the Wolves team, the men's team. Mm-hmm. She had a brilliant moment where she was playing clean through, ran on the ball, and then just dallied, and the and the chance was just gone. And I think, yeah, Wolfsburg did sort of get away with one in the end. But if I'm honest, what I, from what I saw on those two legs, there's nothing Arsenal really needs to be afraid of. The only thing is, is just pure experience. They know they've won semi-finals. We've only done it once. They've won many. Um, but you know, they're a team that I are think- in. It, in the in the, in the Frauen Bundesliga, they are below Bayern Munich. So yeah, yeah now, that, but they were yeah, now. I know. A few weeks that, back, Bayern were well down the table from what I from what I've been reading. Yeah, but I, I think you know this isn't Barcelona. I think Arsenal can go into that game and and just feel like well we we can we can beat German opposition before. I do think they might need to get a better result in Germany than we did against Bayern Munich. You know, if they get a draw in Wolfsburg, I think we need to make our pressure count. Yes, we need to score goals. Play like we did in the Bayern games. <laughs> Make the Definitely. pressure count, I think, and I think we'll I be think, all right. I think Leah Williams is going to be the one to upset them again. Yeah. Because they're used to her being at the back with Rafa. <laughs> so I think that she's going to be key, very key to it. Score a goal in the correct goal this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still hope that a lot of the East players, they're going to look at the experience that we did have at Wolfsburg. Because, mm. fair, you look at that game. It wasn't really a 2 0 sort of game. We were really yeah. in it, but we just couldn't get that goal. And then yeah. obviously yeah. the second goal sort of killed us off. And like you were saying, experience. But then look at those moments, like how how we've done in Europe compared to how we did last time in Europe, considering a lot of these players. We never are so played. much better. I mean, the experience for it. I mean, if we got Volti, if Volti's not to play in this one, we know we might actually have a chance. So uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, and Chris gets through passport control. Yeah. If we well, get a we... massive uh, shovel and I'm getting a wheelie bin, so <laughs> one way or another, she's getting in that stadium. Um, as Shiddle said, we got the away, the away leg. Our, from our perspective, the away leg is actually first. We 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 finished the semi-final Emirates Stadium. You cannot stress the value of being in that fortunate yeah, position. That of... be, being at home oh. on the second leg is in our advantage. Yeah, it's oh, I think so. I said that I wanted yeah. the second leg to be at home. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it didn't work for a Man's team against Lisbon, but yeah, as yeah. well, which makes yeah. it even better for us. First of first of May, you know, May Day, May Day. Hopefully, it'll be the uh, the Germans who are shouting May Day by the end of it, but we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, the, the the English teams seem to like the merry month for May, so you know. Oh. Um, but and on for the final. Quarter final tie, the yes. most controversial <laughs> one. Chelsea played on the bridge. Oh uh, dear! After 120 minutes, it was sat at two two. Four three on penalties. Yeah. I tuned in from the last half hour all the way through to the. <laughs> I just. Right, this, it's, it's, I felt in. like a Leon fan last night. Oh yeah, no, we, 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 you know, we were just on the same wavelength last night, going mad at each other in the WhatsApp group. The rest of the WhatsApp group wasn't talking, it was just us. 
um, but yeah, Gilles scored in the 77th minute. Horan picked up a loose ball on the right. She clipped it low, bouncing across um, towards the near post. Gilles, Gilles or Gilles? I'm, I'm not 100% hard to pronounce her name. Oh, so if you want to correct me. jacket or something you wear when it's cold. Is that where Gilles yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, that's just <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. You guys who know who I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, she, uh, she she'd only been down there for a set piece. She got in front of Magdalena Eriksson, pinged the ball through to, to Berger at the near post. It hits Berger's chest and ricochets into the goal, which is absolutely glorious. It seems that their own goalkeeper has sent them off. Can you imagine the headlines? Mm. If that had actually happened. <laughs> no. Um, no. In the 120th minute, plus two, because it's added two minutes. Oh, De Britt scored as well. Don't, don't forget, De Britt actually scored a goal as well. Oh, that was yes. a good goal as well. Yeah, that, that was, was a, a very goal. good goal. It was and a really fantastic goal. goal. It very shamefully. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, no, that was a beautiful goal. Adam, do you want to remind me how that went? Well, what happened was is the yeah, the, uh, it was it was a second half of extra time. You could tell fatigue was creeping in, and Leon had a bit of fresher legs. It's a ball across, and you can see that Magda's legs have just gone, and she she's wrong footed, and she stretches out a foot for the ball. He can't get to it, and suddenly the defence is gone. The Brits first touch other feet, and then I I don't think she actually hits the ball cleanly enough, but the direction wrong foots Berger is drilled across into the far corner. At that point, you're thinking right. Here we go. Leon, they're in the lead. We're all set. You know, just a We're few minutes. Christy. We're all yeah, Christy. It's I, all I had, fine. I had the tweet. I had the tweet ready. It was the Brits' first, I think it's one of the Brits' like, first Champions League goal for Leon or something, which a player of that notoriety, I'm really surprised yeah. by it. But um, I'm guessing she was a, a recent transfer. I don't know what her previous uh, clubs, uh, previous club record has been. But yes, we get to 120 minutes. And it's like two minutes on the clock. You're thinking, okay, two minutes on the clock. That's you know, it's not seven minutes like it was for us. That's that's child's play. It's 120 seconds. But but Leon's game management just went out the window. It was you know, we think about how we were keeping it in the corner and all that nonsense, all that housery. And Leon, Leon just lost it. They lost the nerve completely for two minutes. Chelsea would just I think able, it was able, more of a lapse of concentration. For well, him. they were Chelsea were able to get aerial balls in the box to keep the pressure yeah. on. And you know, I can understand after ninety minutes, you know, you, you'll be more disciplined. Under twenty minutes, I said about Magda making mistakes. It's clear that the, the Leon team was also knackered, and that was it. Was just such a lazy. If, if if you're if you're fresh coming but you know not to get that close to Lauren James, you know she was going nowhere. You didn't need to be that close to her, but you you know as an experienced defender that any forward in that situation is going to hit the deck under the slightest amount of contact. I'm not saying that's diving. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying because whether she had the like minimal of touches, she was looking for that penalty. Oh, 100%. Blatantly looking for that penalty. Do you know Do you know what she actually reminded me of? She reminded me of her brother. Her brother's done that exact mm. same thing. Yeah. I wonder I where she learned that from. Yeah, <laughs> as an Arsenal fan, I've seen us, you know, not get penalties for things like that, which is rather frustrating. But because it, it was so soft, but the moment the VAR came in and it went on, and he just realised that Leon, it was a, it was at like first. It, what really annoyed me was the ref was absolutely having none of it. She went, no, she <clears> knew it was. No, soft. no, fair enough. I, I, was I want to know what happened in the VAR room. I want to know who was well, in that room. I see what annoyed me. Now, if they're going to go to VAR and give it, that's fine. Yeah. It annoyed me when the Leon players were surrounding the referee because I know I, did, I didn't agree with the penalty being given, but don't mm-hmm. surround a referee like that. The referee's made the decision and you're just prolonging something now. 
there's a bit more to it than that actually. There is more to it. I know found out because the ref had said this penalty is actually the last kick of the game. So no, ah. no, no, Leon player. All the all the players had to walk away from the box. There couldn't be anyone running in for a rebound or anything like that. It was the last kick, the last touch of the game. So that's why. Then oh, like, I can, oh, I can understand the there. frustration a little bit on that one. Yeah, then with it being the last kick of the game. It was ridiculous. Eight minutes. It was six minutes after the final whistle gone. It was like when Man United scored a penalty after the final whistle at Brighton. It was yeah. just bonkers. Yeah. But at the same, as much as we were frustrated about what happened. What an advert for the Champions League. I mean, that's iconic drama oh, no, right there. Just, oh, no, it's definitely a good advert for the Champions League. Right, because VAR had taken it away, yeah. if you think about it. So they should have carried on for those extra minutes, but they didn't. And it, it just seems bizarre that the, that it stopped and then they've gone, right, OK, this is the final kick, but we're not going to carry on. It should have... Yeah. It is, it is I think time management in games is disgusting, actually, truthfully. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I think if we had a stopwatch and stop the top, you know. I think it should be like rugby, stop the clock each time the ball goes out of play. I think it should be like the World Cup and we should have 100 minutes of added time at the end for all the time wasted. Well, there was that ref who added a stupid amount of stoppage time. I saw it on Facebook and he think he's been fined for it. He added like 40 minutes stoppage time or something. Oh, fantastic. I mean, you know, great for the fans who were there, but I mean, if you think you're going to get a victory... Well, yeah, you can, nice. I can understand that if Emmy Martinez was playing. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but imagine, imagine like playing 120 minutes, going through all those penalties, and your reward is to play Barcelona. I know. I mean, yes, it's you want to be insane. Like, I wouldn't want to play Barcelona Matt, in the semis. Matt, Matt said something to me um, last the other night. Like, can't wait to see them cower in front of 97,000 fans. I'd rather play them in 20, a one-off 20, game 20, in the final and then go to the new camp. I'd rather play him in a one-off game in the final than go to the new camp. Yeah, Chelsea did that two years we ago. Didn't it great. Chelsea did that two years ago. We didn't end great for them, did it? Yeah, but no, it's, it's not looking great for them now with the people they've got out. They're yeah, gonna, can you imagine them going to the new camp without Millie Bright? Lou, without the likes of Frank Kirby? Lottie, am I, am I sensing a sense of, like, you know, sympathy? Empathy? <laughs> towards, are you taking no, pity on them? No, I mean, I mean, I got, no, I got, told, I got I'm, told off I'm for, you know, living, showing I am compassion. Living, I, I'm living through a Barcelona fan. Batter them. Be done with it. You know what's going to make it even more worse for that for Chelsea? Alexia Patelis is going to come back, and you can guarantee that she's going to make that return. (laughs) That is the the only reason I will be watching that game is for that. She's one of my favourite European players. No, she's been. Oh no, she is a joy to watch. Yeah, she is. Although she she, really is. She's not fun to play against when it's your own team. But the it's. I think do you know what to sum up that game? I'm all here for the drama when it's not my own team, and yes. I'm not under yeah. stress. I tell you and what, though, that right. that 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 little sentence there was inspired by an Ian Wright tweet, and he's yeah. like, "It's all great when it's not you." <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have minded it so much if if it, if I had been like to the a game that we didn't have, like because I had a stake in being anti Chelsea. I've learnt my lesson. I'm now anti Chelsea in all games. If I if there was if there were two <laughs> yeah, teams, I like, hope you've learnt your yeah. lesson. That's <laughs> I, why I, you're I, fishing for sympathy off me. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> absolute cheeky what's it yeah you I know never ever see me sympathising with Chelsea <laughs> ever but if there been two teams which I had no for or against with it would have been like thrilling to watch but because obviously I was oh, if, obviously, if, yeah, if, if it was if, if, if it was uh, Leon PSG I would have just loved yeah, it it would be fantastic I no, as a neutral those yeah. games are great I mean I, there's massive players that I want like Cascarino mm. um, and also oh who's who's the other one is it Jonsdottir? 
Oh yeah, the uh, forward for Wolfsburg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I enjoy watching them. I pick. Mm. I I was watching the Euros and I picked up their names from that. And I'd actually forgotten about Jons Dottier until Matt mentioned it yesterday. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for her. But it's those big names from the Euros that make you watch the domestic ones. Yeah. I know it's European, but it's still domestic compared to the Euros. Mm. Um, but it's it's those it's little things like that. You watch these players. And I mean, I've sat there and thought about it. I'm like, can we get Delphine to the Arsenal at all? Or even you're, you're, well, there was a there was a there was a certain player on Twitter who was quite um, positive ah, towards yes. yeah. Agent Wright. I mean, Agent Wright in there, isn't he? Agent Wright, yeah. he's make he's make sure she makes the right choice. And yeah, uh, I know. Uh, I saw we saw that at half time. <laughs> um, got very very excited. She might be coming over from Benfica, which is like. Please, 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 please do. Fingers crossed. Really another, another, another Portuguese-speaking player. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was what, what was it? Este Arsenal or something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, was, it, just... was it Jess Silva? Was it just Jessica Silva? Yeah, Jessica, Jessica Silva. Silva yeah. yeah, I think I remember her at the Euros, and I think she was one of their really good players at, in the in the Euros. Yeah, she, she, was, yeah, she was. Name rings a bell, but mm. I didn't watch much of them. It was no. more of a because I was watching yeah. France. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for them to go out secretly, but enjoying the football. The um, same. <laughs> we're going after uh, the Canadian striker for Benfica, and now Jessica Silva's all of a sudden popped up. It's yeah. almost like a oh one or the other. But yeah, yeah let's maybe... just go cherry picking. We'll take two at a time. <laughs> well, usually our, st- our strategy is we're going to take one from the group stage and, and yeah and that's a good there. point actually who are we shopping from in the Champions League this season yeah I mean, if we get yeah, well that's from... true because we picked up Marquise last time didn't we we did so from, so from Bayern Munich who do you want Georgia Stanway Zadra no. um, Sil maybe she apologises long, as, long as it's not Vigos Dottier I don't care I don't I was not impressed with her mm. like I got so irritated the way she was pushing shoving and getting away with things in that game. I don't want to see Vigo Stottier ever again. Don't like her. Get Shirley. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take Leah. Yeah, I'll take her. Yeah, surely we Leah. get her this time. I'll have another Leah. Yeah. <laughs> can't have, you, can't, you can't have too many Leahs. Just, just, just... <laughs> but the thing is, if you're moving Leah into midfield, it's Leah and Leah in the midfield. So Leo, Leo, no, no, three layers. We'd have a layer, layer, layer. Yeah. yeah, well, the men have got the Gabriel, so the then, 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 then you've got, then you've We've got, got super young. He knows yeah. exactly what he needs. Leo in the back, uh, Leo in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that, that would work. But yeah, no, it would have to be sure. I do enjoy watching her play. Mm. Um, because, like, if I turn around and said, Alexi Pudelas, that's a dream. That's mm. not going to happen. No, but I have to. Do you know what? If I had, honestly had to pick someone from the European teams, I'd, I'd take Delphine Cascarino. That mm. is the player I would have. If there's anyone from the European teams, Adam, who would it be? Who would you take? All oh, right, you've really caught me on the cold there because I know nothing. Yeah, well, about you European... you pinned. Oh no, I know first, exactly. So I, know. I know exactly. I know who I'd have. Easy, uh, Linus Bierenstein, the one who scored against us for for Juventus in mm. the in the group stages. She's a... She's Dutch, isn't she? She's Dutch, Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, she's the yeah. short Dutch one, but she's rapid yeah. and she's yeah. got like. Yeah, I've seen how quick she is. I know. <laughs> I'd have her. I've seen it. Lucy, is there anyone you'd pluck out of a European team for the Arsenal? Yeah, and it's a strange one. Well, not a strange one. I'd pick Pop. Ooh. Yeah, I know it's an yeah. unusual, but I would have Pop. No, I think no, she's amazing. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. For yeah. experience, absolutely. She could be an upgrade on Jenny you know. Taylor. That's harsh on Jodie Taylor. She's only here to the end of the season. That's me. I know, I know, but it's an experienced, experienced head. Yeah, she's got to be a few more goals. <laughs> exactly. That's just when Jodie Taylor leaves, we'll get popping. 
Oh, fair enough. Matt, last but not least, who you, who would you pluck out of a European team? I would probably I would probably go back to Jan's draft here, just because she's yes. got a huge long throw and she's very tall. So, and she plays on the wing as well. So you, if you throw all those in. Imagine the chaos of bring, taking Kate, Kate and Ford off and then bringing Jan's draft here in, and then Kate McKay swapping them swapping with Kate McKay. It would be so much chaos. Yeah, and the speed would be impeccable. Because mm. a pair of them are both really rich. Just a full of it sounds frightening, actually. Mead me on, me yeah. on the right, Thrustle on the left. Yeah, just, just just the red arrows just firing <laughs> down the wings. Just... It's literally what it would be like. Yeah, the red yeah but Roadrunner. And, and Bernstein for the middle, just three ultra fast attackers just bombing forward. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, we, are we barring it now? We're just, just playing without any strikers. We're just going to chuck on a winner every, every False nines. Just a load of false nines just flying forward. <laughs> yeah. All right, and that now wraps up our Champions League coverage. As much as I love talking about Champions League football and like massive climaxes in the fixtures, it's time to get back to the other biggest league, the mm. Women's Super League. Yes. And we're we're at home at Meadow Park and we're taking on Man City. It is sold out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. I know Adam is. Uh, bit gusted. I'm not going because obviously I want to see Chloe Kelly assault flagpole. Uh, Corner flags. Corner flags. flags. <laughs> <laughs> that as well. That as I well. I am tired. Yeah, we all are. I've been talking too much. So yeah, I want to see her start. I wonder if she's going to start assaulting them again after last time, which was quite funny. I mean, we know the title race is wide open. Yes. I mean, oh, this game is huge. What, what are your thoughts on the title race being as open as it is? I mean, it's between the top four. Uh, I just, I don't know. I've never been in a situation like normally with like. If I got, Adam, I the men's team. Not Lucy. Oh, sorry, I thought we said for everyone. I do apologise. No. Do you know? I was. Honestly, I thought I didn't know. Friend. I didn't hear my name, sorry. so I was like immediately. Oh, sorry. I just had silence. I thought it was an open question. Lucy, go for Absolutely it. It's all yours. Rude. <laughs> sorry. We know right. your thoughts. Rude. Go for it, Lucy. So now about the, the top four being this open. Mm-hmm. I love it. Of course, I love it, but I don't love that there's two Manchester clubs sitting above us. Mm. If I'm truthful, sure, I think you know. Do you know what? In that. a genuine point of view, it's great for women's football. It's you know we've wanted this competition. We were talking about it earlier. You know, it's good to because I mean, yeah, all right, we are the the greatest team that's ever lived in English football. Well, but it's nice. That it's you know, it's nice to have competition because it makes it a little bit more sweeter when you win things. Mm-hmm when you've got that competition around you. So, it, and it is fantastic for the women's game to have this competition and it actually brings fans into stadiums as well if you've got competition mm. going on. Yeah. So, actually, it, it's, it pains me. At the same time, it doesn't pain me. It's actually fantastic mm. to see. No, absolutely, definitely. I mean, we know, we know the Manchester teams are up top, but we've got to remember we've got uh, Brighton rescheduled for the 10th of May. It's just before the Chelsea game. Just for the Chelsea yeah, game. So we've, we've got a chance to catch up with those three points. There's no need to panic as long as we don't drop any. For mm. me personally, I mean, we've won... In the last five, we've won three, lost one and drawn. So mm. it's not... It's not... It's not... Yeah, against Man all City. grim. Mm. The thing is, Man City, have, Man City have only lost their two front... Two first games of the season and that's it. They've been... Like, everybody's written them off for fourth place and all that mm. kind of stuff. Mm. They've just, just slowly just snuck in there and... Yeah. Because no one, no one, people wrote them off. That's what Man City do. They, they're a slow burn. They, 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 they yeah. Just, yeah. 
I hope they burn out before the end of the season. I hope so too. I think think my biggest worry for them is Lauren Hemp goes on international duty and burns herself out or gets injured. As does Chloe Um, Kelly. Um. Well, it's not so much that. I just feel like Lauren Lauren Hemp is the most relied on out of all three at the top. They've Mm. got the biggest front three in Europe, don't get me wrong. I know they're not in Champions League football, but they're the scariest front three I can think of right now. Mm. Um, But... If, Lauren, if you take Lauren Hemp out of this equation, mm. who plays there? Oh, they haven't got any replacements for that that spot. No, and as Matt well, said, they, they got like pace. makeshift replacements, but they're not like sticking Leah Williamson in the midfield sort of thing like we were going mm. back to. They can't do it. No, I know, and it's 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 just the key. I think for them to make Champions League football, she is the key to get them in, but. We, as as Matt said on the last episode, it pains me because uh, it'd be good to see her in Champions League, in the Champions League. It really would. Definitely. Ideally, of another team, maybe us. It'll be one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's an, that's another dream for now. <laughs> but McCabe could miss out. Mm. Who are you going to put in that space? There's no Steph Catley. It's wonderful. <laughs> 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 no, um, if I had to, this is one thing that where versatility has helped us out. So Noel is actually used to play left-back mm. yeah. before converting it as a right-back at Wolfsburg. So she actually knows to, where to play. So I imagine our, our, what we're going to have to see is Noel at left-back, Laura at right-back. Um, my only problem is, with Laura's height, do not ha- make sure she is attacking... Bunny Shaw. <coughs> Sherlock. <Because laughs> it's happened, we, it's not we, happened once. I will, what I will say is, can we just pretend it's a Champions League game? Because Noel Maritz is a different... Oh, different gravy. Beast. Yeah, mm. different gravy. That's the word I wanted. Different gravy when it comes to Champions League. Can we just not pretend this is a Champions League game? Because I like that Noel Maritz. As much as I love her in, yeah. in general, but she just steps up her game in Europe and I love it. When she does play, she 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 has more ferocity to her in the in the Champions League. I feel. And they get the angry throw when it gets PSG when she went for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she is the natural Monreal of the team. Miss consistency. She's consistently giving yes. you the seven out of out eights out mm. of ten every week, and I think if you look at it, how she's going to on that on the on those wings, she can she's going to give you. <clears throat> a hard time you're not going to come away and be able to get those low crosses in that we saw at the academy <laughs> stadium yeah um whereas Haffer will be able and then Haffer and Leo or if it's Lossa both of them are going to be able to that's going to be an interesting one as well because Lossa was uh hauled off at half time because uh in that game against Man City yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how how she performs <laughs> as well because we're respectively we're, we're seeing Lossa go into centre-back when Leah goes into the midfield mm. for this for this game. So it'll be interesting, that's for sure. But I think we have the home advantage and I think we're going to see a different Arsenal than we saw last time. And oh, they, especially, they might... especially after that semi-final. I hope so. Oh, I hope so. They'll be buzzing. They'll be, they'll be buzzing for it. But City, City haven't lost any of their away games since that game against Villa. Uh, that's yeah. eight so far. So they're just sort of riding on a high. Mm. And I'm, I, 
personally, if I had to pick between City and United to get Champions League football, be City. Yeah. Oh, all day long. All, all day, day long. Because we'll I, never hear the end of it otherwise, will we, Lucy? <laughs> oh, God, no. If, 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 let's just put it this way. If United get into European football, they'll be out in the first leg. Oh, 100%, 100%. But before we wrap up tonight, I'm just going to get your WSL predictions for the weekend. And the only game that was playing tomorrow is actually Brighton and Man United. And that's at half 11 in the morning, which is really odd. Yeah, it's um, well early, that one. Oh, yeah, scrap, the, so. scrap the lie-in then. I've got that one to watch as well. We've got to, got to... I'm having a lie-in. I've got three o'clock yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, got, you've got, we've got, I've got other priorities. I am not watching that game. Yeah. But Brighton, Man United, we all know what the, who's going to get the points in this game. Daniel um, to score a, ha- a hat-trick, everyone. Yeah. Who to score a hat-trick, sorry? <laughs> Daniel Carter. Daniel yeah, Carter. that would be nice. That would be Bush. nice. Yeah. Or, or even, who is it? Was it Harry's that scored for Brighton last week? Or was it... Emma Harris? Oh, so, uh, no, Sophie, uh, Sophia Harris, I'm thinking of, yeah. from Leicester. Yeah. Um, oh, no, it's Emma, Emma Harris came off the bench and scored yeah. even for Reading or for Brighton. But I, I, I'd love her to come off the bench and score again if she does play for Brighton. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry, people. Um, well, Man United is going to get the points for this. Can I get some scoreline predictions? I'm going to start with Lucy. I think Man United maybe wins her 3-0. Mm. Okay. Adam, are you going to back your... Local nil, team? Nil, nil. Wow. Okay. Because, because I think Brighton will do a defensive shutout, <laughs> low block. And, so. and I've seen like um, Man United get frustrated when Everton did that at uh, the Leeds Sports Village. And I think if they are ultra-defensive and disciplined, we saw West Ham do the same at Old Trafford. They just unfortunately had Sissoko at the back, Uela Sissoko moment, and then the, the, the floodgates opened. Yeah, that's what happened. She was stupid in the box. She was a stupid pound to give away. So if Brighton remain disciplined, as we know they can be, Chelsea will attest to it. They've been, you know, scuppered by Brighton in the past before. I think Man United, this could be one of those banana skin moments. That being said, if they score in the first five minutes, Man United, it's, it's one-way traffic and they'll, they'll run away with it. But I'm I'm going to say maybe more heart than mind is going to be a nil-nil. Okay, Matt? Well, it's going to be at Brighton as well. So mm. I think it's going to be... The is it at the Amex? Is it at the Amex or is it at, at Crawley? Um, it's a Crawley, I know. It's a Crawley, just, okay. Yeah, it's a Crawley. <laughs> All right. Uh, just, just call it off, bro. Just to, just to <laughs> even the odds. But um, <laughs> no, all kidding aside, it's it's one where Brighton need the points, and so do United. So you kind of hope that Brighton can get something, so that yeah. they're not in the relegation trouble. But I think United are going to be too strong. But I will probably say it's going to be a close game, and maybe like a one nil. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And the first game of the day, Sunday, is the Arsenal half past twelve. I am going to go for this one. I'm going to go 3-1 to the Arsenal. And I'm going to go to Matt first on the song because I made him wait till last (laughs) before. So, go on, Matt. I'll go 1-0 Arsenal. Lucy? I I think we might concede. I think it'd be a 2-1 to the Arsenal, I hope. Okay, Adam? Looking very thoughtful on the screen at this point. (sighs) I want us to win this one so bad, especially after last season when we battered them 5-0 and it was so funny. But the, the boot's almost on the other foot now because they were really bad of injuries that time around. They're sort of now more at full strength. We've now uh, lost... No, we've just beaten Bayern Munich with two no, of our no, best players no, out. No, no, Kate, but, Bruce but, Bone. 
Kim Little might be out, but I think yeah. they'll be fine. Steph Catley's out as well. We can say, worst case scenario, we've got five major players out. And I think Man City are going to be riding a high because they've got to win against Chelsea. I mean, why wouldn't they, they be in Chelsea? But, you know, and we're going to be riding a high playing Bayern. And I just, I wonder if, the, the, I don't know, maybe because those the, the European mitts that we've had and they had obviously a week off, I'm going to go for a one-all draw. I just, I just think maybe that might count against us. Uh, yeah. I know. Because oh, yeah, if you win it, because if you win it, 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 the title race is fully on. It's wide open. We are fully in it if we beat Man City. And I hope we you do. You know, when I look at Man City's away record, I think there's more pressure on them to actually come out and do something. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. that away record to, to hold on to. I think that... And home... we've just beaten Bayern Munich, like, you know, so I think the momentum's going to be with us going, after going into the semi-finals. So... Home I'm not saying it's going to be an easy game, though. No, it's not going to be a walk in the park. Far from oh, okay, it. okay, okay. You're, you swayed me. The home record is probably. I talk about half, half like margins, like half, half margins, and so forth. The other, which we swing it. I think the home, home play, like it did in the Conti Cup, and the, the North Bank behind the team will swing it. So I'm going to go two-one to Arsenal. Yay! Yay! <laughs> but, but that, but that is, it's, it's, like it's going to be close. It's going to be so close. I oh, know it's going to be a brilliant game. I mean, City Arsenal always a good tie. And if it I just finish one all, I'm blaming you, Lucy. Yeah, right, fair enough. <laughs> for swaying me. <laughs> Our one o'clock kickoff on Sunday is Everton and Tottenham. I'm going for a nice, easy Everton Evertonian win. I'm sorry, I just have no faith in Tottenham winning anything. Although our goal man and Urubuchi is allowed to play in this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going for an Evertonian win. Doesn't matter what the scoreline is to me. I'm going to go to Lucy on this one for the first one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a comfortable Everton win, but I still think England may score. I, That's I, I my can prediction. See I can, I can see you. <laughs> We've all got the same sort of idea, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. No matter what, Beth England's going to score one. Yeah, yeah I just got this feeling she's going to score. Oh, yeah, some, no, she, no, you know. she was, I didn't say she wasn't going to score, but hmm. she, she's second best in the league at the moment. She still can't get into the Lionesses. It don't make sense. Yeah. She's only one scoring in the Tottenham team, I think, as well. Yeah. You know, she's the one who's keeping them up. So um... how she's there, I don't know. Well, it's because it's in London, isn't it? That's why it's, oh, yeah. it's a London-based team. She just have to move house, and um, yeah. you know, she'll actually. She'll Do you know what? Start. though, with our striker situation, I would have had her briefly. I said you know? this, yeah. But I would have had her at Arsenal. Yeah, Somewhere. I think if she's the one player that likes to score against us, and that that would have been handy, actually. Well, do you know what? If she had with us, she would have done that. <laughs> I think the problem was that Chelsea would have turned around and said no, because... Chelsea would have sold to us, there's no way. Title race. Like the thing is, I think with Russo, I think with the Champions League looming as well, and if Man United get it or not, they they clutched onto it just through the thing, thought of getting Champions League football. If they don't get Champions League yeah, football... Yeah, the thing is, there was the whole tweet thing. Like, Ella yeah. up. And say goodbye. So they, she almost did it. I'm com- confident in that. Tooney wouldn't tweet something like that. Do you know what I mean? And plus the fact that Tooney's moved out. Mm. Moved out of where? They they were living together. Ru- uh, uh, oh, they were, and Tooney. Yeah. They were, are they, they're how they were housed. They're there. no longer living together. So. Oh. So yeah. But anyway, let's get move back on. Yeah. Move on from the gossip, gossip corner. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, Leicester Reading relegation battle. Hold on, I am allowed my prediction. And I'm not, and I'm not allowed my prediction either. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> you predict right. what you predict. Who wants to go? Uh, three one, three one. Everton's going to win three one, and Beth England will score. 
Mm-hmm. He now I'm thinking of the Merseyside derby and Courtney Brosman was having a fantastic game. Mm. She'll be annoyed that she didn't get a clean sheet. So I, I I do have that in mind. I think Everton are going to win this quite comfortably. I think it's going to okay. be. 3-0, Gabby George again to score because I hope so. she's going to be so annoyed. From the but, wing, ideally. From the wing, yeah. just to kill the top the way corner. She, the way she just took those go- the, the, that goal, very similar to her goal of the month. One, I tell you what, we're going to have a hard time p- p- thinking about goal of the month, if we're honest. Um, but I'm going to say... versus Spurs. There you go. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> three, uh, I'll go 3-0 Everton. Nice. Right. Relegation battle. Let's go back to this again before I forget. Yeah. Uh, Leicester Reading. Who do you want to go? Anyone can just take take a stab at it. One nil Le- Leicester. One nil Leicester. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's bold. That's bold. Uh, two nil Reading. I think the most Leicester could get out of it is a point. If I'm very honest with you. Yeah. yeah. I just think the ultra survivors that are Reading, tough to crack, but with a bit of skill up front. Yeah. Two nil Reading. I see it. Um, Sooner yeah. or later, we will lose Reading. In the, because they're just not going to be able to keep up, and I have no, a feeling they're not. They're not. But it'd be sad. It'd be a sad day when they go. As I've it will before. be the last. Yeah, last one. But then when Bristol comes up, we'll have two. If Bristol come up next season, we'll have two championship teams in yeah. or two non-prem teams in the in the in the in the WSL. So. Yeah, no, it is nice to see. I will say that. <laughs> All right, five, our five o'clock game on Sunday: West Ham, Liverpool. Liverpool are away to West Ham. I'm going to go with Matt first because he was at the Mersey. <laughs> I'm trying to think about that, but I think Liverpool okay. just know they don't only need a point to stay up and yeah. West Ham. Is that it? Is it a point now they only need? Yeah, the it... 16 points will basically save you from relegation. Wow. So, yeah, West Ham are already stay safe, so they can lose this one and Liverpool can win this one 1-0. And, or it, uh, to be honest, yeah, Liverpool 1-0. Is this at Liverpool or is this at, at uh, West, Ham? West Ham? West Ham. Ah, right. West Ham are usually strong first half teams, um, so I'm going to think it's going to be a bit held skelter. I think this will be the game of the day. I'm going for a two-all draw. Game of the day is at six forty-five. No, I, I mean, don't care a... what you say. I'm no, 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 no. Not, not, in terms, not in terms of the opposition, but in terms of a scoreline. I think it's going to be the surprise package of the day. Uh... I think. I think it's going to be yeah, two no, more... my surprise package is going to be the next one we're going to talk about. Oh, I know you've been looking forward to this one. <laughs> yes, it's a juicy one. Oh, yes. But, Luce, what's your, your score prediction? I'm going to go, it's a crazy one, but I think I'm going to go for a 1-0 West Ham win. Do you know what? Nicker we're 1-0. on the same page again. I was, I was thinking that. I was thinking that, but then I'm still thinking Liverpool are in a bit of a roll. Mm. Yeah, there is that. So, I'm going to go for 1-1, mm. me personally. Right, the juiciest fixture on well, second juiciest fixture. Apart from it's ours. The Villa, a second, <laughs> yeah. That's right, second. Yeah, yeah. Um, is Aston Villa Chelsea. Yeah. I want a Rachel Daly hat trick and a Jordan, Jordan Love sc- to score. And I a want Kenza Dar- I, I need. I, need, I oh. want Kenza Darley to score because mm. I scored 170 points on my fantasy <laughs> last week and I had a great week. Thanks to Villa, mm. and I captained Rachel Daly, so nice I get them points. Oh yeah, She's been see, I think this might be game of the weekend, you know. Second. So, yeah, yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I just, I really, I'm gonna go three, three one Villa. Sam Kerr is gonna score, no doubt. Wow. See, I was gonna go three two Villa. 
I was, just, I was just thinking that, and you've taken that from me. Yeah, um, sorry. I got it first. <laughs> I like that. That sounds more like it. Now, that's a game. Mm. Because there's, we definitely know there's going to be no Millie Bright this weekend. Yes, we do. We do you know, know what, that. though? I will say, I do like the direction Villa are going in at the moment. It's annoying. They, they, 100%. I love it. And it pains me to say, I've never been a huge fan of Alicia Lehman, but I will give her credit. She's really growing into herself in this Villa oh, team, yeah, no, and she's, she's actually learning the, how to play that. She's got in Rachel Daly around her. What do you expect? She's more than a bum at mm. the moment. She's actually playing football. <laughs> Hannah Hampton you know. looks to have sorted herself out now. She's now coming back to the goalkeeper we were all expecting. So yes, good no, to see. exactly. No, Sometimes there's a dip and then they get back mm. on track and that's I love it's things we love to see. Put it that way. Absolutely. And Carla Ward's a great manager when she's not, you know, oh. lying about ticket sales. She's actually a really good uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. Carla Ward, if you are listening, we did club all our free tickets together. <laughs> <laughs> managed to save enough money for goal line technology. Technology. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um I this one, I mean, I want I feel like if Chelsea are gonna drop points because they've played they played Man City. They played Man City home and away now, haven't they? Yeah. Yes. Yes. They played Man away. They played Man United home and away. It's just us left. Yeah. So of all the fixtures left, this is probably the one that's got the best chance of dropping points in, and it's away. It's at a Villa. I don't know if it's at Villa Park or if it's at the Best Scott. Um, it might he, be at Villa Park. I have a because, feeling because it's, uh, it's Chelsea. Man, they beat Man City at Villa Park. Remember that? Yeah. In what was I say is the game of the season so far, um, which is a press uh, Hello, Leon. In WSL. Oh, you didn't say that. You said game of the season. That's a WSL season. And if it was Champions League, it would be the Leon win. Right. Yeah. Give you that. Right. But they, they, Villa could do it. But and man, and Chelsea on the wrap. They've got injuries. I mean, Leopold, we now found out bleeds red like the Arsenal. Um, you know, we've got <laughs> Millie Bright is is now no longer in, in the team. I think um, somebody else saw. I can't remember the name, but I, saw, I just saw players leave, you know dropping left, right, and centre. They went 120 minutes. They went the late. I feel if they'd lost that game against Leon, I would have really backed Villa to to win because they'd be on, on the floor. I just wonder if that penalty win has given them a bit of a sort of psychological boost. Um, I, it's, but Villa are on a roll anyway. I know. But also, but they could be worn out from it as well. Role. It could they, knock exactly. stuffing out of them. Villa so. have had the last five and have four wins. I know, in the I know but they've Chelsea, not lost. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea they could, and the last five have lost one, won three, and drawn one. Yeah, but Chelsea can go ultra defensive and then just get a Sam Kerr or Lauren James Weldy and win it. So I, I think Villa are going to dominate this. Well, game. they can definitely go ultra Rachel defensive about Millie Brighton in that yeah, defense. I think. <laughs> I think they will go back five. I think um, Chelsea will. I think Villa will dominate them. Uh, but I think Chelsea will win it 1-0 with a Sam Kerr goal. And it'd be one of those really frustrating afternoons where it's just like, Rah! and Emma Hayes will just do an Emma Hayes. And they'll be like, there we go, mentality monsters. <laughs> I just want to see her after when we played her, like Kevin the Teenager. You know what? No. Then you mean, no. you mean Kevin from Perry and Perry go like, I'm still looking for a Perry. I'm half tempted to give it to the Man United manager, to be honest with you. Oh, I was it's unfair that we're moving the, the, our game because of the Champions League. I'm like, yes, you, go, you understand. Three away games in seven days. Mm, Get fair. over it. Yeah. Villa actually played Chelsea again in the FA Cup the next mm. round. Yeah, no, nice. So, so which, are you going to give up the points or are you going to take... I would rather Chelsea... Villa, that is the question. If I was I'd Villa, rather... ideally you'd want them to do both because you're doing everyone else a favour as well as... Um, no, you're not. No, 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 no. Look at the bigger picture because Man United are on the other side of that draw. And who's got the best chance of being Man United in a final? Aston Villa or, or Chelsea? I'd, I'd rather Aston Villa go out and beat Man yeah. United. 
I'd rather that. No, I, I would rather that. But what, who's got the best chance of beating Man United in a final? Either one. Either one. Brighton could surprise everyone. Take it. Oh, please, Brighton, save us all, Brighton. It's Brighton versus versus Aston Villa in the final. Do you know who's Brighton Villa final? That was Farrah Williams's dream on her podcast. That's what she said. I was sitting there thinking, hang on, I heard this somewhere before. A Brighton Villa final would be great just to get a new name on the trophy. It would throw everything out of the window as well if it's that final as well. And it would show these clubs, like, you know, put the hard yards in and you can win something. You know, it's oh, yeah. not beyond the realms of possibility, but you've got to work hard for it. So. It's just to show you how much Kyle Ward's done in such a short amount of time. She was only there from the start of last season and she's sort of done a project, a, a, like a mini project in two years, which is huge. Yeah. The fact is, is that maybe next season you're looking at pushing towards Champions League space. They're going to be scary next season. They are the team that will have an effect on this title race because I think they've got to play everyone. We've got to play them on the last day, which, you know, when you look at the fixture at the start of the season, you thought, ah, oh, that's not, not too bad. But you look at it now and you think that could be like Chelsea versus Man United last season oh, on the final day. That could be a real, you know, I mean, I know we beat them 4 1 at Villa Park early in the season, but they've now got knobs. They've now obviously got Patterson and they've got. They are a different Charlie. beast at the moment. They, they really are. are. They, are they are scary. Though, because of the loan rules. But, um,. If I, have, if I have to predict this game, I have a feeling it will. I, I would push towards that four-three that Villa had against City. Oh, please, that'd be so good. But mm. what I'd, I'm not, it'll be more. I, I just have a feeling that that's kind of a bit. You want the drama, but at the same time, you want Villa to be comfortable. I, 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 I have a feeling that. Villa are going to win this. Just Chelsea would be uncharacteristically open. I know it's overly bright. You'd have to rely on, and I know Buchanan hasn't settled, but Buchanan would have to absolutely be ultra Buchanan for that to go to levels of four goals conceded. I know they were very bad against Man City, near two 0 and then it, I mean, we'll know if Villa's winning if um, Emma Hayes makes a substitution after ten minutes. That, that's when we know that no, Villa have got a real chance. The first <laughs> half hour. It's always the first half hour yes, in the last few. That's games. when you know that you've got it. Anyway, guys. <laughs> I've loved doing the podcast tonight. Thank you for coming on. We've been at it for <laughs> quite a fair bit now. Um, but I'm going to wrap up the show. What are we clocking in at, like? Huh? What are we clocking in at? Over We're clocking out at, Avon. Oh, an hour and a half. Wherever you are in the world, world tonight, thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the content. If you did, do want to join us again, we'll be back on Tuesday night with our review of Man City before we hit the international break. For now, it's goodbye from all of us. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.